Genesis 39. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favour in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of the household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of his household and of all he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. So Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Now Joseph was well built and handsome. And after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, come to bed with me. But he refused. With me in charge, he told her, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everyone, everything he owns has been entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even be with her. One day he went into the house to attend to his duties and none of the household servants was inside. She caught him by the cloak and said, come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. When she saw that he had left his cloak in her hand and had run out of the house, she called her household servants. Look, she said to them, this Hebrew has been brought to us to make sport of us. He came in here to sleep with me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. She kept his cloak beside her until his master came home. Then she told him this story. That Hebrew slave you brought us came to me to make sport of me. But as soon as I screamed for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. When his master heard the story his wife told him, saying, this is how your slave treated me, he burned with anger. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favour in the eyes of the prison warden. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison, and he was made responsible for all that was done there. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Joseph, um, the first thing you notice about him is he doesn't have a woe is me mentality, <laughs> which probably many of us would have if we were sold into slavery right now. We'd be, you know, kind of like depressed. We'd, we'd struggle to, to rise up but Joseph doesn't. No, he overcomes his feelings and he's going to serve. He's going to serve as though he is serving the Lord with his whole heart. And that's remarkable in itself. And that's how you should be in your employment, in your job, in your school, in your work, in your family. You're serving, 
you know, no attitude of woe is me, no attitude of what do I get out of this, no. An attitude of serving. And you have that, the Lord will bless, just like what happened here. And then, of course, he's faced with this temptation test. You know, he's, he's got freedom. He's basically the boss of the, the whole entire house. This is a wealthy Egyptian who has a lot of uh, slaves, a lot of um, possessions, and, and, and the wife of this, his master, actually wants him and is, is asking for him. And there's a lot of people in, in the world, probably the majority, that would just go with it. They wouldn't resist a temptation like that, even though they would know better. What we've got here in ancient times, we've got a, a man, Joseph, who doesn't have a Bible. There's no, Jesus hasn't come along yet. The Ten Commandments haven't come along. There's no Bible to read. How does he know what's righteous and what's not? And he knows because the Holy Spirit is with him. The Holy Spirit, and, and he even says, how could I do this thing against my master and sin against God? He knows it's wrong against his master and he knows it would be sinning against God. He knows. And it's for us, there's so many people who, who don't overcome temptation today, even when they know it's wrong. But here we've got Joseph overcoming temptation, consistent, persistent temptation. And he didn't have the benefit of all the information that we've got today. He had the power of the Holy Spirit helping him. And of course, it ends up coming back to bite him because because of his desire to do what's right, he ends up in jail over that. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 6, you know, the writer of Hebrews says, you have not yet resisted to the point of the shedding of your blood. In other words, there's, there's a point of resisting temptation and resisting evil to the point where it affects us and it even brings us to the shedding of our blood. Well, this is, the, this is where Joseph was at. He resisted to his own hurt. And um, whereas we compare that to the previous chapter, which we just we, we just did yesterday, where Judah um, just has all these crazy immoral things happening and all, all Joseph's brothers. And so we see, on one hand, Joseph not having the benefit of all the information we have, but resisting and doing what's right. But his brothers just going with it, like people usually do. Such a contrast between the two. In ancient times, for an indiscretion like the one that Joseph was accused of, he didn't do it, but he was accused of it, an indiscretion like that would be enough to kill a slave. And in archaeology, we don't find prisons like what we find them today. So today we, have, we put people in jail and they will stay there for years. But in ancient times, that was a waste of resources. Why would you put someone in a jail and feed them? You know, <laughs> no. Jails were just a holding cell until you killed them. And um, this is why Paul, you know, writing in the New Testament in the Marmotine prison when he wrote Second Timothy, he's in jail and he writes and says, you know, my time is short. You know, I've run the race. <laughs> he knew I'm only here until I die. And this is ancient culture for you. So Joseph gets put in prison and I guess the question in his mind was, am I going to die? But even though that's always a question, and it really depends on his master, I guess. He serves the Lord in that place with just a bigger heart as what he served Potiphar. He's not instructed to do this. There's no rules about it. But he has the type of heart that we ourselves should have. And the Lord is able to work in circumstances like that. 
So, what about your position in life? <laughs> you're not on death row, or potential death row, like Joseph was. You're not a slave, like Joseph was. What's your heart like towards your pastor, towards your church, towards your family, towards your employer, towards your school, towards your government? <laughs> you might say, oh, my government's evil, they're secular, they don't follow the Lord. Well, what about Egyptian government? What about the Potiphar worshipping foreign gods? You know, our governments and our bosses are far more Christianized because of Western culture than what any of these ancient cultures were like. Now, if, if Joseph could serve the Lord by serving these people, we can be servants too. <laughs> so Lord, help all my listeners today. Help me as well. Help us to serve with a big heart. Uh, whether we're as low down as death row or we're as high up as serving you know in the highest uh, position in in the land lord give us a heart to serve and to bring christ into every situation and in the same way lord you work through joseph's circumstances work through ours also in jesus name